Hi, this is Jundo. Welcome to Tree Leaf. It pains me to have to offer any comment on this beautiful start of the new year, but voices from all over the Zen world, much more respected, older, senior voices than mine, are rising up to say, Edo Roshi, it's time to go. And it's something that should have happened a long, long time ago. It didn't. It was felt in the Zen world that when there was a problem with a teacher, that while people outside the Sangha, the particular Sangha to which you belong, might whisper about it or rumors might circulate, it was for the Sangha itself to deal with. The family should take care of its own problems. Well, you know, like the people next door. They should take care of their own situation. It's not for the neighbors. That's wrong. I think it's certainly time that we have a policing body of some sort to hold up ethical standards amongst Buddhist teachers in the West. Maybe a body that can issue condemnations, that can hear complaints, an ethical ombudsman of sorts. For the first time, there is real discussion about that occurring in the Zen world, in the American Zen Teachers Association anyway. And something yet may come of this that's good. But the fact of the matter is that for decades, except for Atkin Roshi and Malone Roshi and people like Genkaku, who writes about it quite a bit. People looked the other way or simply whispered about these things. A teacher who was sexually abusing perhaps dozens of students. So what set this off suddenly? Well, there was what appears to be a kind of cover-up, uh, sweeping under the rug that went on for years and years. But finally, there were promises to actually do something, make changes, and it looks like a lot of those changes and reforms were not made within the Sangha. And then there was a whitewashing and a lack of self-reflection. The teacher himself looks like he's just trying to sneak out with his reputation intact. And teachers all over, truly respected figures, truly well-known folks from lineages that never ever would have spoken out against another teacher before are doing so now and it is about time but what i want to talk about now is kind of the the greater picture of this is in general what about when roshis go wrong does that mean our whole buddhist way is kind of phony baloney and i want to say that no there is also something very good that's coming out of this is that for the first time we are seeing that Buddhist, Buddhist teachers are human beings. You know, a lot of the blame for this kind of thing comes from the fact that the old stories whitewashed the old teachers and put them on pedestals and stripped them with every human failing. It's the same thing with Catholic priests, Jewish rabbis who, who crossed the line Sometimes we expect them to be saints, but they are actually just human beings. It's good that this is realized. 
someone can be in many ways a wise, realized, highly spiritual person who has passed every koan in one tradition or or really knows his dogen and lives it in another, and in some other ways be a horribly flawed being. I'm reminded of when I used to do volunteer work at the prison. I had a Zen group there, and there was a fellow there who didn't seem like the other prisoners. He was so charming, worldly. He was an artist and photographer, well-read, and had been all over the world. And I said, this is the kind of fellow I'd like to have in my house as a friend, as a guest. Why could he possibly be in prison? It was only later I was found out there that he was in there for child abuse. Someone can be 95% a good and wise and decent person, and that other 5%. Sometimes I like to say the Buddha up here can't control the, the lesser urges. The Buddha in your pants can sometimes cause teachers to step over the line. Now, I don't know any cases in the Zen world of child abuse, but I would not be surprised if someday I heard that, because it is possible. That is why we have the precepts, and that is why anyone who neglects the precepts in this practice is just wrong. There have been scandals in all sanghas. There have been scandals in... Sotoshu and in Japan and in America. It is only the precepts that truly can guide us to right behavior which avoids harm. Ours is a way of constant lifelong practice until all of us someday are perfect Buddhas ourselves, stripped of every flaw. We're just human bodhisattvas getting by as best we can. And thus we're cautioned to avoid anger, to avoid greed, sexual and otherwise, to constantly check ourselves. And we should be checking our brothers and sisters too, to some degree, to make sure, for example, in cases like this, that the students of teachers don't get hurt by being taken advantage of or abused by a truly hurtful teacher. I think it's the role of the American Zen Teachers Association to do that if they know of cases in which students are being hurt because of a truly misguided evil teacher, they should take action in accordance with the precepts. It may not have happened in the past, but we have a duty in the future to make sure that this kind of thing does not repeat itself. And as long as Zen teachers, Buddhist teachers of all kinds, are human beings, which they always will be, this kind of thing can occur. So shame on Edo Roshi. Shame on all of us who were silent and looked the other way. Shall we sit with that?